Hello and welcome to the Creative Chronicles. This is the podcast that tells the stories of creative professionals, designers and developers, giving you the information and motivation you need to get started, stay focused and thrive as a creative professional. Today on this episode, we have an amazing guest. She's phenomenal. She is plenty things in one. She's a uh, developer, she's a techie, she's a writer. She's just amazing. Thank you so, so much for joining us, Madam Bimbeke. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So what we usually do in the first phase of this podcast is to talk about your intro story into the world of tech and um, how you got into tech. What, what, What was it like for you? What happened that made you get into tech and how has it been? Um, okay, I actually stumbled upon tech. It's not like I planned it, so I've not really been. Let me, if I do say so myself, I've always been a smart person. But I stumbled into tech by mistake. It was a suggestion by my older brother. I was, I was in secondary school. I was in SS three, and I didn't know what to study, and he suggested that I study computer science. So that was the beginning of the journey for me. Hmm. Wow. Okay, so you did computer science, you go into school, so you became a programmer in school or something? Um no, I didn't become a programmer in school because like um the pressure is really in school to graduate good grades and also while you are caught up in trying to be an exceptional student, you might not necessarily be doing what you should be doing as relates to your as relates to your course. So I actually started learning programming when I finished school because in school, lecturers made it seem like programming was impossible and it was for like the super geniuses like them, Mark Zuckerberg people. <laughs> and last time I checked, I don't have any direct relationship with um, Mark Zuckerberg. So I started learning programming when I finished school. I was like, okay, let's give this a try that they've been talking about since. And when I started, I was like, okay, well... This isn't so difficult. It's not as difficult as I thought it would be. It's just like everything in life. If you want to learn something, you need to dedicate time and patience to it. It's like saying you want to learn how to sew. It's practically the same thing, you know. I'm not saying programming is sewing, but you get my point. Whatever it is that you want to learn, you need to give time to it. I need to dedicate yourself to it. So, yeah, that's how I really became interested in tech. Then apart from that, um some of the organizers of GDG Mina are my friends. So we, um, should I say, started GDG Mina and that exposed me to a whole new world of tech, like things that I didn't even know existed. A lot of things that I was not taught in school. Um, I think I was intimidated at first because I was like, okay, well, these people have gone so far and you're just there trying to start out. So while I was learning some things, um, not necessarily programming though, I didn't start learning program because, you know, these people were gurus, for lack of a better term, and it just felt like I was so far behind, and I couldn't try it, so I decided to be courageous after school, because, like, I was at home, and I wasn't doing anything, I was like, okay, fine, this my numerous YouTube tutorials, let's put it to good use, and, yeah, started from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am quite aware that you are the WTM yes. lead yeah. in, GD, in MENA here. Yeah. So before this, we started recording, we were talking about and you were sharing about how you have embraced your own journey. 
So I would like us to talk a little about that mm-hmm. because a lot of times there are stereotypes, there are definitions like, okay, you must be this, you must be that, you must. Be, if you're not this, then you're not doing something right. So uh, please talk to us. How how have you been able to accept your own journey and embrace your own journey? Okay, it has taken me quite a while to embrace and accept my journey because unconsciously where wherever you are wherever you go there are stereotypes that people try to place on you and some of them are not trying to be malicious or anything it's just you know who they are and stuff so for a long time i was trying to do something that i wasn't necessarily so interested in for instance there are a lot of web developers in and in the entire GDG community in nigeria so i tried my hands on web development and <laughs> Sorry to the web development guys. I find it I found it boring because I was like, okay, fine. So you mean I'm just going to be with my laptop and be pressing I don't know HTML tags, CSS tags, and I didn't like even try JavaScript or anything. But I just found that it wasn't my person. But then again, you have to. This was Judy Jimmy now. You're the women technical lead. You need you need to do something. And I was like, okay, fine. Let me just try web. And it didn't work for me. And I didn't even bother trying Android because it was in Java. That's the program in Java. And I don't even like from the start. Like even in school, from the way my lecturers introduced it, I didn't like Java. So um, after trying so hard to fit into what I was supposed to be, I started to, you know, opt for something different. I started to try learning Python. And I chose Python because just from a course I did in school, it seemed like the um, rules and the syntax and all for Python wasn't as stringent as it was for Java. And I gave it a try and I saw that, okay, fine, this is actually, this is actually fun. It's a lot easier. Should I say easier? Or should I say it was easier to learn? And then because I had already done the theory parts in school, I already had some things down that I didn't have to start learning all over again. So then with Python, I realized that, okay, well, I just didn't want to be programming Python because, um, I don't know, it wasn't just enough to call myself a Python developer or any, or to say that I was a beginner or was at the intermediate level. So, I, from my 500 level, my for my final year project, I had to do something um, in a field in computer science called data mining. So, after trying so hard for a long while to love web development and to love android development i was i just gave it up i was like you know what i'm not doing this thing anymore so i decided to stick with the fact that data mining was the one of the only areas in computer science that i was actually interested in so i python we can actually use python for data mining but um since i was already using something called um worker for data mining which means um, Wekato environment for knowledge analysis I decided that, okay, for me to be better at this, there's another program called R, which I just started learning. I started to learn that, and you know, just, you know, learn data mining, which is something I'm actually interested in, even though I'm practically the only person I know who is interested in data mining. But yeah, that just makes me more unique. Mm, And I don't know, most people don't really um, embrace that side of, computing or computer science but it's what i love and after trying so hard for years to try to love web and android and it hasn't worked for me i just found out that you know there's no point you know we all know that definition of insanity doing the same thing and expecting different results 
I just had to give up trying to be what I thought people wanted me to be and embrace what I really liked, which is data mining. Yeah. Like m- most times, there is this thing with um, humans and um, well, yeah, we 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 there there is what is known. There's what is common. There's what everybody expects, and doing something outside that is like uh, this. This is strange. This is uh, it is better put this way that people would like to fight change. Most times, we don't like embracing. Uh, something different and for a long time this usually stifles our own growth but from our conversations i noticed that once someone has decided to embrace his own uniqueness a whole lot of a new realm of opportunities open for that person like for instance uh i am a techie i don't necessarily code everything i do like i build websites it's wordpress and um so i'm like ah, ah. How you call yourself a web designer and you're not coding it, you're not using React or you're not using this. I I tell people that your uniqueness is is what distinguishes you. Like if you are just like everyone else doing the same thing everyone is doing, you, you don't stand out. Like one of the best ways to get lost is to do what everyone is doing. But seeing someone accepting their own uniqueness, a whole lot of opportunities open for not just the person but the person also gives other people opportunities to do what they want to do and become whom they want to do or whom they want to be so you embracing your own uniqueness how has it been been able to help not just you but WTM in Mina as as a whole evolve and um, grow and expand how has that helped okay um embracing who I am and what I love doing uh, has actually built my self-esteem because for a while I just feel like the dumb one among the techies because, you know, I wasn't using React or Go or whatever JS framework that is trending today. So I, it, it, has, it has built my self-esteem. I'm more confident and I can, um, when I'm talking to people now, I'm, I actually have a story to tell them because just yesterday was uh, the IWD celebration on meetup event for my tech makers and someone came to meet me and she talked to me about how you know she felt that she didn't know anything in computer science and you know she was caught up in school and she hadn't really learned anything and i told her i could tell her from experience that you know there are several fields in computer science you could try where you can try android and there are several other fields and that she should you know research these fields and you dedicate like a month to each field and try them out even if it's even if it wasn't something that required coding even if it was just graphics design and she should try them out and then if she didn't love something she should just move to the next one i know i know um like i said there's there's such an emphasis on web and android development but there are other fields out there i told yeah. her it was fine that the fact that she was asking questions was even good that, that, that's the good part because mm-hmm. She didn't just wait for life to happen to her and she realized that, oh, she doesn't have any skill. I told her, go several fields. You might even decide that you want to go into networking or something, you know. So I told her, from my own personal experience, how I had tried to learn web and Android and it just didn't work. Not necessarily because I didn't have a brain, but just because it wasn't my, it wasn't my thing, it wasn't flowing. So now, 
when people come to me, I'm able to be open to them and relate. I'm able to relate to their struggles. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, usually sometimes when you see some people talking about things and who are at a place that you aspire to be, unconsciously you just place them on such a pedestal where they're no longer humans. Like oh, they're perfect. But when such a person is able to share with you their ups and downs and their failings, and where they are now, you are encouraged. You know, that'll be mm-hmm. fine. I'm not the only person who feels like this. I'm not the only person who is going through this. And it, it encourages you, it spurs you on to know that, okay, it's not like you're the dumbest, dumbest person on the planet before. It's just a phase. It's just mm-hmm. part of life. And so you are encouraged to actually pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue. And if in pursuance or whatever it is that you're pursuing, you realize, okay, you're not really so good at it. You don't beat yourself up just like okay fine this is in my onto the next one until you find whatever it is that you you're good at and you love and it's not a chore or it's not boring for you to do yeah yeah yeah. what excites you like that that could keep you engaged and focused and um one of you you mentioned about uh looking at other people some people have dedicated a long time to what they have been doing someone that has been coding or designing for say the past five six years seven years ten years you don't expect you are just starting as in the field to still be as good as that person immediately it's going to take time so don't beat yourself up like you said so embrace your own journey and, and walk the path okay uh what are the f- fundamental principles that ha- govern your approach to tech and to life as a whole what were the principles that has helped you Okay, um, I'm big on doing um, things that, first of all, I appreciate and I value my relationship with God a lot. So, first of all, I'm big on doing things that I know that are pleasing to God. And secondly, I'm big on doing things that bring fulfillment to me. I'm super, super big mm-hmm. on fulfillment. That's why as much as, okay, uh, I'm finishing my noisy this month. And people are like, oh, apply to banks, apply to this. Yes, I apply to death because, you know, that's what I'm expected to do. But in my heart, I know that that is not what I want to be. So I'm big on doing things that bring me fulfillment because I have a very short attention span. And when I'm doing something that doesn't bring me fulfillment, mm-hmm. I get cranky and I just, you know, you really don't want to be around me. So fulfillment is big. And I'm big on doing things that directly have an impact on people mm-hmm. because uh, for me, Yes, I want 30 billion. I won't lie. <laughs> but <laughs> I would love to have 30 billion and still be directly involved in helping people because yeah. I feel like a lot of people, um, a lot of us are just waiting for us to hammer, you know, hit it big before you help people. And there are a lot of people in the community that need help. Yeah. So one of one thing that gives me fulfillment is knowing that I have directly or indirectly contributed to a smile on someone's face, you know. Mm-hmm. Just even if it's buying someone a bottle of Coke and the person has a smile on their face, that has yeah. that's that has made my day. So it has to, you know, tally with um what well, God's plan for my life, then it has to bring me fulfillment and it has to make other people happy and make their life better. So those are the governing principles of whatever I do. So even as where I teach as a core member, I it's easy to take it and be like, I beg you just one year, let's do this thing and go. But 
most I spend a lot of time doing my my sense inspirational talks because uh, I'm like okay you know you have to you have to do better than your parents even if your mm. father has ten billion well you can make that twenty billion you know yeah. the the point of life is progress and if you're not making progress then what exactly are you doing you're just a number a mess mess statistic when they say they have seven point three billion people on the on the end they're like oh raise up your hand one of them so that is inconsequential so um. I I take things quite should I say I take them quite seriously, or I don't really necessarily take things at the surface like that. I don't just teach and go. I so if a student comes to me and like okay I don't understand, I take it personal. I'm like it's mm-hmm. like what exactly don't you understand? And I try as much as well to pour out my heart and I'm like okay do you get this? Unless students just be notorious, I'm like okay fine this is just <laughs> thank you. I can't come and kill myself for you, but. I try as much as possible. I give them pep talks, talk to them about their future. What do you want to be in the future? You have to start planning for now about how exam and practice is not the way and all those things, which is not even within my jurisdiction as a computer science teacher. But then again, someone needs to tell these children such things. Mm-hmm. And it might be that maybe only one out of my close to 200 students takes it to, um, to heart or at heart. But at least one person has been changed. So, yeah. yeah. So wow. even that way, I mean, able to influence people amazing amazing so we'll go into uh, a segment in this podcast session it's called demystifying the myths okay. there are a lot of myths in the tech industry and about a whole lot of things so would you help us demystify some myths today you, you feel free to pick any myths pick as much as you want and demystify for us like wrong notions people hold but they are actually not true about tech or tech and um, also finding journeys, uh, finding themselves and embracing the journeys. You could dance. feel free. Okay. Um, I feel a myth that I want to demystify is that you need to have a single or a singular definition of yourself. Hmm. Um, I beg to differ. You know, I've tried to restrict myself into one, a single box or try to um, be one things specifically and I found that it hasn't worked for me so mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you should be all over the place and be crazy with your energy <laughs> and be moving like a particle in brownian motion I'm not saying that but I'm saying that what if you have seven talents some people actually have one talent bless their hearts it's even easier that way mm-hmm. but what if you have several things that you're good at do you mm-hmm. now have to you know ignore the rest just so you can focus on one it's like you're trying to stifle yourself. It's like, I don't know. I wrote something. Do I need to stifle parts of me just to be organized? Can't I be all of me? Mm. You know? Please see that again. <laughs> do I need to stifle parts of me just to be organized? Can't I be all of me? Can't, do you wow. have to? It's like, if you know that you're not just it's one thing, you know, trying to now be just one thing is like, living a subpar life a below mm. life you're not living up to your full potential and though you might be really good at that one thing that you're doing people might applaud you but deep down in your heart you know that you are you are more than that you are more than that you know um what did i wrote down i said why is there so much pressure to give a specific very succinct singular definition to oneself if we take a look at um scientists of old when i mean old i mean old you don't talk about pythagoras you talk about socrates you talk about these people a lot of them were scientists and artists yeah da vinci some 
um, were inventors. Yeah. They were as scientific as scientists could be. And some of them were philosophers. Some of them were artists. Some of them were painters. And we still talk about them. So why do we not have to tell someone that, okay, fine, you know, you have to, you know, if you're in this science thing, you just have to be in the science thing. If you're in the art thing, you just have to be in the art thing. What if I'm multidimensional? Mm. I also wrote something here. Do I have to be a single color? Why can't I just be a rainbow? If I am a rainbow, I'm not saying that everyone has to have several different things that they're good at. But what if I have several different things that I'm good at? So living up to just one of those things is is like, you know, you're not living inside. You're living, but, it, but parts of you are dying and you're decaying inside. Mm. So, yes, that's I think that's in it. Having a singular definition to mm. yourself, you know. Another thing is, <laughs> I wrote was like, you know, it's a funny analogy, you know, an yeah. onion has several layers but it's still an onion <laughs> you know <laughs> it's sedimentary rock has several strata mm. but it's still the sedimentary rock you know it's is something about the sum of your parts mm. being greater than the whole mm. how the sum of the uh, various parts of you are greater than just the singular entity of yourself wow so yeah, I don't know if this is becoming too too no, 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 or anything, it's, it's, it's but awesome. I think that's a myth. You know, you can decide that you want to be a banker, and then you want to be a tailor, a fashion designer. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, the same people who told you that you can only be a banker when you are now a very good fashion designer, they say, ah, you know how to do this thing very well, Lou. Why didn't you start? Mm-hmm. People will be people at the end of the day. So you can't if you're trying to limit your scope the scope of your personality or, or your gifts because of people uh, people will still be people you know no matter what you do people will talk good yeah. bad ugly so one thing um, embracing my journey has taught me is you know just be as much of yourself as you can you know and if you notice that some things that you thought that were for you or, or yours are not really yours and you're fine cut it cut them off you know Yes, why so many rules? Cut them off and move on. Mm. So don't hold it over your head. Don't hold them over your head. So yeah, you can be more. Mm. You yeah. can be more. You can be the theater artist that, you know, is a developer. You know, at the end of the day, nobody's going to beat you and be like, you saw me theater. <laughs> I already think of, yeah, come, take the book. Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Awesome. You, you mentioned banker and um, Taylor. Funny enough, I know this amazing poet. His name is Bash. And he's a banker. And a good one at that. Like, top notch banker. I think, I think he works with um, First Bank and he works with their capital investment. He's good. And he's also a good poet. Like, very good poet. Like, doing awesome things. So, stereotypes and people define themselves with just one thing, but they are also good at one thing. And most times they feel like, am I doing something wrong? Shouldn't I be focused on one thing? And this for a long time has been a problem, but not people don't know it's that big of an issue because like, ah, yeah, doing one thing. Because uploads will definitely be coming for that one thing, surprisingly. The person could be so good at that one thing too. And most times, but the person, when the person goes back, like, I knew there's more I could do. Yes. And there's more to yourself. So, yeah. Um, embracing your journey. That's, I think, a part of embracing your journey. Accepting all of who you are. You know, 
So if you're, it might be minor things, it might not be major things. Mm. You know, I know a lady who is an architect, a very good one at that. Who is a painter. Wow. She sings. She plays guitar. Wow. She sews. You can't even call her a tailor. She's a fashion designer. And I'm like, girl, what's your problem? You 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 just make the rest of us look like we came to to the earth to play. And that's because she has accepted that. Mm. That's. She has accepted all those things as part of who she is. You know, she could have just said, you know, I'm going to school, I'm doing architecture. And she should have made a name for herself with yeah. all that. But she makes more money from her paintings, if we're even talking about money, than she does from architecture. Wow. And she still sings. You know, it might not be like she's dropping, like everybody knows her name, since she's a household name or anything. But she realizes that it's something that she can do and it's something that she loves to do. Yeah. And she's not just letting the fact that she studied architecture and limit her. So she's like five different things mm. that I know of. I never, I don't know if she's <laughs> that anymore or something, but she's all that. Mm. And I, I, I see her as an inspiration because she's, she's good at all those things. And it's just, like I said, she's a multidimensional person. Mm. So there's only trying to be unidimensional when you are mm. multidimensional. Wow. Wow, amazing. Okay, now if you were to go back and um, you have another chance to advise 16 year old Bim Leki, what would be one thing you would tell her or want her to do? Okay, I think one thing I would tell her to do is to understand that just because you find something easy doesn't mean it's not a worthy cause. Hmm. Like, okay, um, in another life, I might not have studied computer science. I might have studied maybe English or um, creative writing or something. Mm. But I could do it so easily. It was just, it was like breathing. Mm. So I didn't do it because I felt, I felt like, ah, oh, this is not challenging me. Do you mm. understand? So I would say that, you know, just because you find it easy doesn't mean it's not worth it. You know, it's, I think we place a lot of, like, unconsciously we place more um, dignity on things that we fought for, you know, that you had to mm. struggle to get. But just because you didn't struggle to get it doesn't mean that it's any less important or any less valid. So I think that even if I had, let's say, studied creative writing, I still would have stumbled upon tech because even creative writing is not. A, to- a, a complete expression of my person because mm. there's a side of me who loves science so I still would have stumbled upon tech or or, or um, anything related to tech but I would tell the 16 year old me you know what, fine so what if you're so good at this thing and it doesn't give stress you, you. doesn't stress you mm. still try it still mm. try it out and that's one thing that um I would love to do is to you know talk to young people on their careers. There's not there's not enough being said in secondary schools about careers and counseling. Mm. A lot of people come into the university blind, you know, just like yeah. oh, I must be an engineer, I must be an engineer. And like okay, this is what engineering is about because they really don't know, you know. And in secondary school, you are so naive and you have this one-eyed view of what you think the world is and yeah. who you think you are and you might come and realize okay well this is not actually who i am or what i want so i would say that um i think that 
I would love to go to schools and talk to children, just talk to people, you know. I think one of the days where you, you say, oh, I want to be an engineer, that fine, be an engineer. There's so many things that you can be, so many things that you can do. So I would want myself, I would have wanted myself to be more open and have, have had a broader perspective mm-hmm. of the things that I could do and the things that I could be. Wow, wow, amazing. Amazing. Okay, um, Amazing having this conversation with you even before the podcast session started. Plenty, plenty, like plenty, plenty. I have learned a whole lot from today's episode. Before we uh, let you go, two more things. Okay. And that, uh, what would be your advice to anyone coming into tech, a newbie in the industry? Say, Ladies coming into the industry and also uh, already established industry veterans will be your advice to people. Okay, I'd say that it's not so difficult, you know, tech or programming. It's not as difficult as you think it is. It's as difficult as learning how to make it hair. Mm. You know, when there's always a, should I say, a steep learning curve when you're learning something new. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not as it's not that different from let's say learning to drive a car. Yeah. You don't learn how to drive a car, you want to become a pro. Yeah. Same thing with with tech. You know, you don't start you know, learning programs today and then become a pro. You know, so when it seems like it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and you just want to give up, just remember that that is, that is essentially what life is. Yeah. There are times in school like I can't go on, man. Like, I'm, I'm done with <laughs> education. Yet you go on. Yeah. So it's not so different from that. And for um, tech veterans, I'd say that uh, some people are so caught up in their tech bubble that they don't realize that, let's say if you're having a session, that they've left everybody else behind. Mm. Be willing to go back to come down to people's level mm-hmm. you know because some people are so high up there they can't they can no longer relate to people mm-hmm. who have not gotten to where they are you, you were once yeah those newbies so be willing to provide mentorship and be gentle and be you know be mild with such people and give them the encouragement that they need and I, I'd really, I'm big on people being sincere and being honest. So yeah. Even as you provide mentorship, be truthful, be honest, be sincere. Talk about real emotions you experience. Mm. Learning program is a, it's a roller coaster. It, it does things to your mind. <laughs> like, really. Yeah. So we, we need to say that, okay, you had difficulties here or you had the challenges here. And then give real life um, advice from your experience on how you overcame those challenges wow i really would not want this mm-hmm. session to end but i can keep you here forever mm-hmm. it's been an awesome 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 time i've really enjoyed myself i had fun uh if you want uh to how best can our listeners get in touch with you or if they want to they are in and they want to get in touch with WTM and become part of the GDG community in MENA. What best ways could they reach out and join? Okay, um, you could visit mina.gdg.ng. So, okay. yes, um, our membership form is there. So, visit mina.gdg.ng. Okay. Yeah. And you could uh, follow us on our meetup page. 
Um, I think that's meetup slash Jijimina. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Having this conversation with you. Looking to uh, subsequent episodes we'll be doing with your amazing self. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Okay. To our listeners out there, you've heard it. They accept and embrace your own journey. Like we are all on various stages. We are in various stages in our life's journey and our career journey. So embrace your own process. Trust it and go out and create awesomeness. My name is Brian Emeka and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.